I recently celebrated Cherokee National Holiday with my family. September 6th, 1839. That was the signing of the Cherokee Nation's Constitution. It was a momentous day, but it was also sad. You see, it came at the conclusion of what's known as the Trail of Tears, when they forcibly removed the Native American population from the East Coast and forced them into the center of the country, now known as Oklahoma. They called it the solution to the Indian problem. 125,000 Native peoples forcibly removed from their home. Now, it went against Supreme Court rulings, but the Constitution apparently did not apply to Natives, according to President Andrew Jackson, long regarded as the founder of the Democrat Party. The government then said, your bow and arrow cannot match our military might with rifles and cannons. So thousands of Natives were forced from their homes, and they died from disease or starvation along 5,000 miles of a forced route covering nine states. Even on a, upon arrival in their new Oklahoma home, the native refugees were soon subjected to forced re-education. They were told that they must give up their old ways and modernize. They called it kill the Indian and save the man. Join me in the economic war room where I'll explain how a new trail of tears has just been called for. It was Democrat Andrew Jackson in 1830 and now 200 years later almost, Joe Biden and the Democrat Party are planning another travesty. I have with me a Cherokee flag. This is the Cherokee national flag. It shows the date on here, September 6, 1839. That is Cherokee national holiday. And I also have with me a book, The History of the Cherokee Indians, written by Emmett Starr. This is a, my family in this book. I have a Trail of Tears book. You see, my great-great-great-grandfather is in this book. It's uh, O'Kiltaw McGee, Thomas Jefferson O'Kiltaw McGee. And his mother was on the Trail of Tears before he was born in Oklahoma. My dad's side is riddled with Cherokee. When he looked through the book, and I gave my dad a copy of this book for his birthday, he'd go page by page and he'd say, oh, I knew that old boy. Oh, your grandfather used to go fishing with him. One line in my family goes all the way back to Sam Houston's Cherokee wife, Tiana Rogers. On my grandma's side, it goes back to the chief Moitoy who was known as the emperor of the Cherokee. Right now, I'm the speaker of the Cherokee community of North Texas. That is a local affiliate group from the Cherokee Nation. We're a nonprofit, and we are dedicated to helping the native peoples in our area get good medical care, get good education, have food, help them through disasters. I'm also active in tribal politics. I'm involved in scholarships and medical care, preserving our culture. You know. This is a fight. It's a fight for my life. Uh, we're fighting to preserve our culture. Now, it's very different, my life is, if there had been no trail of tears. But my good news, I grew up an American citizen. I love the Constitution. I love the constitutional freedoms. But I, I'm seeing parallels between what my forebears went through and what we're going through now. New ways have shown up all of a sudden. If you don't go along, you're told to get out. You know, it was just a few years ago that Barack Obama, as a candidate for president, said marriage is between a man and a woman. And the Bible said that for thousands of years. But if you say that now, you can be cast out. That's just one of hundreds of examples. Did you know the governor of New York recently told millions of New Yorkers, if you're a Republican, you don't belong here, get out of my state. Get on a bus, go to Florida. 
President Biden marginalized 74 million Trump voters in his recent speech in Philadelphia. He basically said, you're, you're a bunch of fascists and you don't belong here. Now, it's not the first time Biden said something like that. Remember when he said, you ain't black if you don't vote for me? We have an ideological purge underway right now. You're told you have to conform even when you know what you believe to be true is different from everything they're telling you that you have to believe. If you read George Orwell's book, 1984, over and over they demanded two plus two equals five. Now they're saying a man is a woman or a woman is a man. Vaccines prevent COVID, masks work, lockdowns are effective, and closing schools are absolutely necessary to protect your children's health. Trump colluded with Russia, and the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian disinformation. Now, even when the facts or the science demonstrably proves otherwise, you're told you have to conform to the narrative. Sometimes the truth eventually comes out, but they're never apologies. They simply shift the blame. That's true with school closures where they said, oh yeah, the Republicans forced us to keep the schools closed. Really? I was there. That's not what happened. In the 1830s, government was weaponized against the Cherokee people and all the natives. This time it's not based on physical characteristics like red skin or racial background. Now it's purely ideological. You have to think the new way or you're cast out. Then they wanted to kill the Indian and save the man. Now they want to kill the God-fearing, liberty-loving constitutionalist who simply wants to raise his family following biblical values taught by his parents and grandparents. In the 1830s, we were told, you don't belong here and don't think of trying to fight. Your bow and arrow is no match for our rifles and cannons. Now the President of the United States says, point blank, you can't fight us, man. You have an AR-15? I've got an F-15. This is the same government that says, you don't belong if you don't accept everything we say. And they have 87,000 new IRS agents armed as enforcers. This is a new trail of tears, and it's just beginning. Then it was the Indian Removal Act. It was unconstitutional, but who cares? Now it is the Individual Liberty Removal Act. Well, that's not the term they use, but that's the net effect. Government's been weaponized. Biden's speech signaled a color revolution. Not in the traditional sense, but a color revolution nonetheless. Now, I have a new book out. It's called According to Plan. It explains what's happening. You go through page by page, and you can read about the very things you're seeing in the headlines and how it's all according to plan. This isn't incompetence. This isn't because they don't know any better. This isn't because, uh, you know, Biden's senile or any of those other things. This is a plan. It's purposed and instituted to change America forever. It's called a color revolution. Now, if you haven't studied the color revolution, I'm going to explain all of that when we come back after the break. But just know now, if you get this book and you read it and you share it with your friends, you have a chance to make a very significant difference. Otherwise, we're beginning a new ideological trail of tears. That one ended in tragedy, and the new one will end in tragedy as well. Let's take a break, and I'll explain the color revolution when we come back. This is a very personal episode to me. We're watching a tragedy of history begin to unfold. I told you in the first segment how my ancestors suffered. They went on a trail of tears, but now there's a new ideological trail of tears emerging. If there was a tragic color motivating the original trail of tears, I'd say it'd have to be red, as in red skin. 
If you were that color, you were less than human and forcibly removed from your home. Now we see a color revolution underway, and the color here is distinctly red. Most people didn't catch it. And most people ask, how can this be a revolution when President Biden is in power? Keep in mind, he's not in power. The Constitution is. He's just acting out his constitutional office. But he's going beyond that. And he had this big speech in Philadelphia with all the symbolism, the red light, the military standing behind. He even that day used threats of using an F-15 against the American people. Did you hear him? He said, you might have an AR-15. I've got an F-15. You can't take on government. By the way, his threat itself was a violation of the Posse Comitatus Act. The military is not supposed to be used against the American people. And the military is not supposed to be used at political events. But he used the Marine Corps band earlier in the day, and then he had the military standing behind him when he gave a clearly political speech. Everything was planned and staged. No detail from the White House is left unintended. Uh, this was purposeful. This is an assault on the Constitution. Now, we know the assault on the Constitution began with COVID under vaccine mandates. They've talked about court packing. They've talked about changing election laws, denying parental rights, demonizing the political opposition. They basically said, go along with this plan or get out or go to a concentration camp. Now, they don't use the term concentration camp yet. Now, this is a plan that's been in place since the 1930s. I mentioned before, I've got a new book out. It's called According to Plan. That's the title. In this book, it covers the 45 goals of the Communist Party USA. Now, I know about this because I hung out with the guy that wrote this book, The Naked Communist, where he outlined the 45 goals, and then they were put in the congressional record, and I think in 1963. We have two enemies. We have an external enemy and an internal enemy. The external enemy is the Chinese Communist Party. There's no question about it. They are the biggest threat that we face, and we cover them a lot in the economic war room. They want to impose an Orwellian nightmare on you and the entire world. Now, the internal enemy, they're also foreign, but they're also domestic. They're a globalist enemy, like the World Economic Forum, or ESG, which we talk about environment, social governance. This is like Aldous Huxley's Brave New World nightmare. If you haven't read Brave New Worlds in high school, uh, go back and look at it, and you'll see a lot of what we're facing today from the Democratic Party and the progressive leftists, the Marxists, fits in line with that. Now, what we're facing, it's tough. Environment, social, governments doesn't sound so tough. In fact, everything they're pushing sounds simple. And it sounds science-y, like electric cars. But they want to demand an all-electric fleet and make it illegal for you to use a gasoline-powered car. I want to ask you, how could we have only electric cars without allowing for new power plants? Because right now, the number of electric cars on the road is taxing the electric grid as it stands. And yet they want everybody to have an electric car and no more gas-powered cars. How can you do that unless you're going to put online new power plants? And what do you do about the mining problems? Lithium and rare earth minerals, they're really hard to obtain, difficult for the environment to dig up pound after pound of lithium so you can make the batteries. And then when you do that, you create an electric car that depends on a certain battery. Well, when that car is eight years old, for example, the battery will cost more than a new car to replace it. In fact, there are reports on the internet, look them up, even Snopes will say it's true, 
$30,000 for a Chevy Volt battery, and that's a car, a Chevy Volt, with 70,000 miles on it. So you have to replace it. Well, you can buy a new car for 30,000. Why would you do that? So you just throw it away. Is that good for the environment? It's not about the environment. It's about control. Energy still has to be produced. You still have to produce the electricity. You still have to mine the minerals. The car becomes disposal, disposable. How green is that? Everything about this agenda is with an intention to radically change the way America works. For example, forgiving student loans. Okay, so you're gonna take a bunch of rich people that got to go to college and had all that privilege and maybe went to a gender studies program, we're gonna forgive your loan while the plumber or the auto mechanic or the, all these other people without college degrees, they get nothing. No, that's not true. They actually get to pay those loans back by f more federal debt. It's all design. Letting women compete in men's sports and men compete in women's sports? Why do they do that? Letting six-year-olds undergo massive surgery but call it gender-affirming care? You know, in England, they're cracking down on that while we're doubling down. But in America, you better go along and stay silent or you'll be forced onto the ideological trail of tears. This is kill the American and keep the communist. You know, it used to be kill the Indian and keep the man. Not anymore. This ideological trail is kill the American and keep the communist. And they're getting very close to admitting it forthright and upfront. Biden's speech was pretty much there. If these forces win the midterms, they will complete the color revolution. All of this is according to plan. Get this book and read it. All of this will begin to make sense to you. You're going to look through here and you're going to read chapter after chapter of why communist China sees America as the biggest threat to their dominance of the world, the United States of America. But they're not alone. George Soros himself said the biggest obstacle to the new world order as he perceives it, guess what? The United States of America. Not the government, the people. We the people. That's what the Constitution is. We, the people, in order to form a more perfect union. They want to strip you from that. Just like they did to those who came before me in the Cherokee Nation, they want to take away anyone who believes in America as we do. Now think about that. Think of how complete that metaphor really is. Because they came to the Cherokee people and the Choctaw people and all the native peoples really in the area and they said, you give up your old ways and you move here. Get out and give up your old ways. And then we have the force of government to make you do it. Now our old ways are things like believing in the Constitution, believing in family values, believing in the Lord and God and going to church and worshiping. They're telling us now you have to give up those old ways, get with the new program, or get out. We're going to need to take another break. But when we come back, I have good news. And that good news is written up in this book, According to Plan, and that is solutions to the problem that we're facing. How do we push back against the woke Marxism that's trying to put you on the ideological trail of tears? I'll cover that when we get back. Cherokee National Holiday is September 6th. They made a statement when they signed the Constitution in 1839, we will not disappear. We will maintain our culture. And there's a newspaper. It's been produced on and off since actually 1828 when the first production happened right before the Indian Removal Act. But during removal, the military took away the printing press. 
The name of the paper is the Cherokee Phoenix, and it's named that for a reason, because they said the Cherokee people can rise from the ashes, just like a phoenix. You know, this paper documents the struggle to maintain our identity, to preserve our language and the old ways. The native peoples, they've been marginalized, deprogrammed, and yet some stand. It's going to be a struggle for us to keep liberty alive also. President Reagan warned us. He said, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on to them for them to do the same. Or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. That's why I wrote the book according to plan. It offers solutions, not just problems. How do we stand up and fight for liberty? Get the book. Buy it from Liberty Hawk Publishing. You'll get two books for the price of one if you use the code EWR and you go to the website, accordingtoplanbook.com. Two for one, use the code EWR. Now, we may, we're gonna get as many of these in stock as we can, but the printers, there's shortage of paper, there's shortage of ink, there's shortage of print time, all of these supply chain issues. So you might have to wait a bit to get your copy printed and sent to you, but don't wait. Buy the book from us and get the BOGO deal, but also order the Kindle version for Amazon. We've made it just 99 cents for a limited time. So run there now, because at some point we're gonna have to pull that down. But we wanted to make it cheap enough that you would not be feeding the beast. So you pay just 99 cents. You can read it on your computer or your phone or your iPad. You don't have to have a Kindle device. A lot of people said, I don't own a Kindle. No, do you own a phone? You can get it on your phone or your computer. Then, after you've read it, write a review on Amazon while you're waiting for your paperback version. We need those reviews. Give us five stars and write a review that says that you enjoyed the book and other people should read it because I know the left at some point is going to come after it. Now, let me give you a sneak preview of the solutions that we talk about. Let's talk about our own color revolution. I explained the color revolution earlier. It's essentially where a, gov a government gets displaced or a power structure gets displaced and they use a theme color. And we know the theme color they're using is red based on Biden's speech, where he's shaking his fists and the red color and all that. Well, our color should be red, white, and blue. Fly the flag. Wear a pin. I was wearing a Cherokee Nation pin earlier, but I switched out at the break. Show that you believe in the Constitution and refuse the Marxist effort to destroy America. And spread the word. We've got to wake people up now. We've got to rush to the midterms and get people to vote. We've got to push accountability, too. So the first thing is wave the flag, get patriotic, because when people get patriotic, they love America. Second thing is push accountability. These people in Congress are not our rulers. I don't care if they're the Speaker of the House or the Majority Leader in the Senate or if they're the President or the Vice President. They're not our rulers. Not according to the Constitution. It says we the people. They're supposed to be public servants. Now, in the book, I call out names, and I say, this person is a pig, and this person's a pig, and this person's a pig, and they're all people who think they're rulers but are supposed to be servants. And I really hesitated. I didn't want to call anybody a pig because, number one, I don't like to call people names. Number two, uh, the Bible says don't speak ill of a ruler of your people. I prayed about that, and I really felt led that they're not rulers, they're servants. And number three, I can't think of more apt description based on the book Animal Farm. It's all explained in according to plan. So first, wave the flag. Second, 
We need to make the government officials serve the people. That's why we're promoting the Serve the People Act. You can read about it in According to Plan. Basically, it says they have to live under the same rules that we do. They don't get special elite privileges. They have to read any bill that they sign. They have to be careful with your money. Speaking of money, that's the third thing we need to do. You need to weaponize your money. Did you know the whole color revolution against you, the against the, the whole ideological trail of tears is using your investment dollars. And they do it through this thing called ESG, which I mentioned earlier. ESG is a farce. It's not good for the environment, it's not good for social, and it's not good for governance. It's all about control. We promote LSV instead. Invest in liberty, security, and values. And if you need help doing that, and most people do, get a financial advisor to help you. And I understand you walk into your, your local office and you say, hey, Mr. Stockbroker, I want LSV. He's going to look at you and say, what is that? You say, I want liberty, security, and values. He's going to say, I, I can offer you ESG. We'll find a new financial advisor or send them to us and we'll train them. We're doing NSIC Institute training at Liberty University, National Security Investment Consultant. The goal is to protect your liberty, your security, and your values. This is not a time to quit. This is a time to take action and follow the Constitution. Right here. This is an authentic Native American war blanket. And in a sense, we're in a war. We're in the economic war room. It was presented to me by Nigel Skywalker Big Pond. Nigel led the All Tribes DC gathering in Washington, DC in October 2016, and I was honored to be one of the first speakers. Now, they had drums and music and dancing and shouting. You know, it was a little too loud for the Obama White House, though. We, we were celebrating. It didn't seem that loud to me, but we got a call over from the Obama White House to the Washington Monument, which is a decent distance away, telling us, keep it down. We've, we've heard you're being too loud. Sit down and shut up. Right? You know, there were native peoples from all 50 states there, and every one of them had a story to tell. They were stripped of their land and wealth. Even when they moved to reservations, things were eventually stolen from there, too. Yet, every one of them loved America because of the Constitution. Because in modern times, they were allowed to exercise God-given individual liberty. But even that is under a threat right now. Now, I want to give you some encouragement. I'm going to quote from a prayer guide titled, Awaken the Sleeping Giant. It says, in 1975, during a conference on American Indian evangelism, Dr. Billy Graham declared his belief in a coming spiritual awakening among the Native American nations. He said, you're a sleeping giant, the original American. You're now awakening. And just around the corner, you may become a spiritual superpower in the country that could change not only America, but the world. The time has come for that almost 50-year-old prophecy to happen, to come true. Are you Native American? Whether by skin color, by heritage, or simply by ideology. I was born in America, and I believe in America. You've got to stand up now. It's an ideological color revolution, and it's also an economic war being waged against you. This is our land, and we do not plan to leave it or be silenced. We're not the fascists. They are. Look at their imagery. Listen to their rhetoric. We will not go gentle into that good night. We intend to fight for our freedom, to protect it, and to hand it off to the next generation. Don't be cowed into this ideological trail of tears. I can promise you it will only end in tragedy. Don't let them ideologically kill the American and save the Marxist. Like the Cherokee and all the native people, we must preserve our culture, our heritage, and our way of life. 
Now, everything we've talked about will be summed up in this week's free economic battle plan, including links to where you can get the book according to plan. Plus, you'll get our action plan to defend our community, our nation, and our world. You can get your copy at economicwarroom.com. Remember, what we see as a marketplace, our enemies view as a battle space. This is Kevin Freeman from the Economic War Room. Thank <laughs> you.